Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Welcome to episode 505 of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. My name's Armitage and over the course of the next hour I'm going to be playing your music that you should hear on the radio. But don't. Bloody well livid. Normally, I'm a pretty much laid-back guy, unless I'm driving through London, hence high blood pressure tablets. But a couple of weeks ago, Team Rock Radio tweeted a picture that made my blood boil. It was a playlist that was split into three sections. A, for the top players, B, for the middle players, and C, obviously, for the bottom players. I replied with a tweet that featured a picture of my own playlist, which read... A-list. Any song by any artist that works a day job, rehearses several times a week, pays for artwork, manufactures their own releases, drives several hundred miles in a beat-up van to play a gig that brings in 50 quid. Then, last week, another Team Rock Radio playlist was posted on Facebook. A few comments down, someone had asked why such and such band wasn't on said playlist. To wit... Team Rock Radio replied, because there are only so many hours in the day. At which point, I chimed in with, if there's only so many hours in the day, why do you have so many repeats? Their answer was, so that their nighttime listeners can hear a DJ rather than just continual music. My reply was, why don't you have an on-demand feature so listeners can choose when and where and on what device they can listen to programmes, leaving ample time for new shows that feature new bands. Team Rock Radio decided not to continue with the thread. I thought along with digital radio, which uh, turned out to be as good a quality as AM radio circa 1974, that the airwaves would be opened up to a huge array of diverse bands, something like satellite or cable. Admittedly, There'd be plenty of dross to wade through, but ultimately the diamonds in the rough would shine through. Guess I was wrong. Here's the role models and radio from their second album within a year, Forest Lawn.
What makes matters even worse is when I did the free spin Friday with Moose last September on the Team Roll Radio Breakfast Show, I personally handed him a copy of the Role Models just released go-to guy CD along with mid-liver crisis from the sick livers a track from neither to my knowledge has been played on team rock radio <sighs> Forest Lawn is a great album with guest musicians lending their talents to Rich Rags Simon Maxwell Daniel Hassan and Nick Hughes in the shape and form of the Michael Monroe band Rich Jones, Sammy Yaffa and Steve Conte, who I'll be seeing later on today up at the Stone Free Festival at the O2. Or if you're listening to this on the wall, not ready for the experience, I've already seen them and they were great. Uh, if you missed out pledging for Forest Lawn, do not despair as Glunk Records will be putting out the regular version later in the year. I missed seeing the role models at Camden Rocks two weeks ago as they clashed with the Peckham Cowboys. However, they're playing some weird sin of 42 with Duncan Reed and the big heads and the breakdowns next Saturday, which is the 25th, for those of you who are calendarly challenged. That date might ring a bell to some of you, as uh, two weeks ago, I said on episode 503, that I wouldn't be able to see Ebert Lindbergh and the Indigo children at the Half Moon Putney as a couple of my dad's brothers were coming up for a family meal on that day. Well, I got the date wrong. Ebert and the Indigo children are playing a day early on the 24th. However, I'm still going to miss on the 25th, Sean Oak from the Phobic's last gig with the band at the New Cross Inn as part of the second HIV AIDS charity punk festival. I tell you, I'm going to go large at the Toby Carvery. Comfort eating, indeed. As well as, obviously, bands, the Stone Free Festival has a record fair. Uh, I think it's only on for today, which, obviously, I'll be paying a visit to. Looking for that Outer Mongolian test pressing of the Dam's Jefferson Airplane cover of White Rabbit on yellow vinyl. Chiz 120 has nothing on this. Uh, to make amends from missing the breakdowns, here's Roll Over Record Fair Blues from the Cheerity EP, which will swiftly followed by the Phobics and 2AM from their Deptford Calling album. <laughs>
those Danish rockers Volbeat have a brand new album out called Seal the Deal and Let's Boogie on Spinefarm Records, which this is the title track. Stand up for yourself this time 
In actual fact, it's uh, just called Seal, the deal. Uh, word has filtered to my ear that Volbeat will be over here in the UK later this year to support the new album as special guest to an arena bothering acts. Once I know, you'll know. Right, on to more new music that mainstream radio unjustly won't touch with the barge pole, however... I'd love to be proved wrong. The new Black 7 have just released a brand new single called We've Got Tonight. Who are the new Black 7? I hear you cry. Well, they are the Midwest's hardest-hitting country-filled rock act. Their words, not mine. The feature former Enough Enough guitarist Tony Strofogin, along with Jason K. Herman, Dan Dryden, Wade Goicke and Brian Keeling. So, now you know... Another day, another death I'm so tired that I forget When we lost the fire And how you walked away And I don't know where my life's going And all I can do is hold on tight Everybody's looking for something And I can't make the wrong all right We've got tonight It's gonna be alright You ain't the last, you ain't the first Things are going from bad to worse I'll be fine If I can keep you off my mind Now I know why your heart was stolen I think about it now and then You were always looking for some
Last week, I played some live London SS as part of my Camden Rocks episode. As I was mightily impressed with their live shenanigans, I went ahead and bought their 40 years in the making, no beards, no beer guts, no beginners, debut four-track EP. Only founding member, guitarist Brady, survives from 1975, with others going on to form The Damned, The Clash, Chelsea and The Boys. But is Brady just trading on a pivotal point in time or are the London SS relevant in 2016? In my case, the name was initially the draw, but you can only trade on a name alone for so long. And as the new lineup has been trading since uh, 2012, I think the proof is in the pudding. London SS 2016 aren't as groundbreaking or going to provide us with a new genre of music that's going to shake up the established music industry as they could have done 40 years ago. But what they do provide us with is dead boys, dolls, rock and roll, but with no junky luck. Uh, and with the threat on their website that the band are going to release a full album of songs written from now, right back to the band's beginning 40 years ago, we might as yet get to hear Portobello Red, which became Fish from the Dam's debut, and also the Brian James penned Why She Won't Talk. In the meantime, here's Star FYI, the band are up at the Dublin Castle, on the 29th of July.
former Howling Mad lead guitarist Paul Elphick posted on my Facebook timeline that I should play some band Sinister. I was hurt. Though he didn't remember, I'd already played them on episode 409 and saw them live with Big Elf at the garage in November 2014. Actually, come to think of it, Paul was the merch guy on that tour. Anyway, Ben Sinister, who are Canadian, have a brand new follow-up album to 2014's Animals Waiting in the Wings. And the point Paul was trying to make was that a new tune was available in the shape and form of rock and roll, which sounds uh, something like this.
after Ben Sinister, it was the Watts and the Black Heart of Rock and Roll, which just so happens to be the title track of their new album, which is available on Bandcamp for the princely sum of 10 bucks a go buy it. Last weekend, it was the Download Festival up at Castle Donington, where it pissed down with rain for three days straight. An 18-hour, 1,000-miles drive away, the helicopters were playing in another field where the sun shone and Sweden rocks. I know where I'd rather have been. Yeah, I was sitting at home. To celebrate the 20th anniversary of the release of the debut album, Super Shitty to the Max, the helicopters reformed for a strictly one-off performance with the original lineup at this year's Sweden Rocks Festival. Contracts were signed preventing any more live appearances this year. However... Faster than a Motley Crue lawyer, a loophole was graciously found by the Sweden Rocks organisers so that yesterday, yesterday being the 17th of June, future and normal rock radio listeners, the band could play a Spanish festival. Uh, to, to coincide with their live appearances, a new two-track 12-inch was issued in about 42 different coloured vinyls. Uh, I wanted the yellow one, as it's my favourite colour, but that was only available through a certain record shop for big money, although it did come with a tote bag. So I settled for the red version, courtesy of Bootleg Boots. I've already played the A-side, which was my misrophonic creed, so it must be turned to the B-side, and don't stop now. <laughs> Very good. You're walking with a stick and a ten foot ball. 
although not new, new, it's like it didn't come out yesterday, Ulysses, as I am sure you are aware, as discerning music listeners, new album, Law and Order, hit the real and virtual record stores a few weeks ago. Although I have already played a couple of tracks from it, I'm going to play something else. For me, every time I play the aforementioned album, it catapults me back to the summer holidays of the 1970s that I used to have staying up in the Norfolk Broads with me and my elder sister huddled over the transistor radio Tuesday lunchtime listening to that week's new chart. The last time I saw Ulysses live, uh, I think they were supporting the Godfathers up at the Lexington. Well, that looks like where I'll be seeing them next when they'll be playing with the Dirty Thrills on the 20th of July. The band, however, are tonight playing the Uber Rock magazine night with Magic 8-Ball at the Dole's House Arborally in Wales. This is Come On, This City's Gone.
Doctor's Voodoo Eye album came out yesterday, but you already knew that as I played the title track on episode 502. You're also aware I caught them live on the 2nd of June up at the Alley Cat, one of the last, if not the last, music venues on Denmark Street. Cheers, Crossrail. Fantastic to have the new East West Rail Route. Unfortunately, you've demolished all the reasons people would have used it, which makes this song by the Witch Doctors even more apt. question is not other than Tom Crossley from the Phobics and if I had any sense of continuity I would have played Tom's White Shoes straight after the Phobics 2am I've only been doing this podcast for nearly nine years so I'm still learning as long time listeners know I'm a train spotter I did towards the end of last year start my own blog on the subject called 
arms train of thought should have called it off the rails with armitage anyway i've not updated it since the 20th of december i really should find the time uh, where are you going with this i hear you cry well the members who you may remember uh, released the very excellent sound of the servo single back in what, 1979 have just lifted a new track from their most recent album one law instant inserbiton marks the birth of a new genre deadpan disco with a commuter's suicide note to his wife a tenuous link to trains i know but a link nonetheless i'm standing at the platform waiting in the rain it's 8 30 in the morning everything's running late there's an incident at surbiton a person on the track i don't know when i'll get there I don't know when I'm coming back There's a deadline of work That I have got to meet I've hardly time to breathe Never mind it The emails keep coming My head begins to spin I know the telephone Will not stop ringing It's only January I need a holiday I really do not want To go to work today I never thought my Life would be the children play Life is so much easier than it is today My wife wants a bigger house to raise a family I really do not know how I'll get that money
On Monday, I travelled up to the hallowed London venue that will forever be Hammersmith Odeon for this year's Metal Hammer Golden Gods Award. Normally, the shindig is up at the O2 in Greenwich, which is handy for me being just up the road from my place of employment. Hammersmith Odeon was chosen this year as a tribute to Lemmy, a venue Lemmy didn't actually like. And just to set the record straight, No Sleep Till Hammersmith wasn't recorded at said venue, but in Newcastle with a couple of tracks recorded in Leeds on the short, sharp, pain-in-the-neck tour, which actually didn't take in London, let alone Hammersmith. The awards made me feel old, as about 80% of the bands nominated for this and that and the other... I'd never heard of. Uh, the big hitters like Maiden, Nikki Six, Anthrax, Ghosts and Platonic, obviously, but for the rest, pass me me pipe and slippers. The awards got underway at 8 o'clock. However, preceding it was a short 20-minute documentary about Lemmy. I'm not ashamed to admit that I shed a tear when Overkill came on. The pinnacle of the show was when Saxon's Biff Byford and Nibs Carter were joined by Phil Campbell and Mickey D for a run-through of Ace of Spades, Born to Raise Hell and Overkill. Credit to Nibs for not trying to sound like Lemmy, but playing the bass parts straight must have been hard for him. As much as it was enjoyable, as much as a tribute could be, I still don't think we've done justice to Lemmy's legacy just yet. I know Mickey D said after Lemmy's death that anything like that would be a long way off. I picked up the live Motorhead album, Clean Your Clock, that came out on the 10th. To be honest... I didn't really enjoy it. It was good to hear some of the live tracks from Bad Magic, but you can tell Lemmy is unwell. Just eight odd weeks later, he'd be dead. I prefer listening to the live albums that he he was firing on all cylinders, and we have a multitude of them to choose from. I don't want Clean Your Clock to be the last Motorhead album. I know it's live and technically in some quarters only studio albums count, but with YouTube, if a Motorhead banger wants to see or hear the last few Motorhead gigs... That's where they look. Hopefully, Lemmy's much-muted solo album will be the perfect ending to an outstanding career from an outstanding gentleman. Until next week, take it easy. We are Motorhead. We play rock and roll. <laughs>